141 of the Morgan Official Corpse Feed Podcast, and I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face, and with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. Tex, what's up, man? How you doing? Uh, oh, man. Howdy, everybody. Howdy, Arturo. Uh, we have a fun week planned, yeah, it, mostly because, like, we got our first Marvel movie of the year, you know, Phase 5 is officially kicked in. And, uh, but let's, let's get through these coming attractions first, though, Arturo. Yeah, for we sure. Have, absolutely. We have some trailers and stuff to look forward to. The Little Mermaid dropped a new teaser trailer. You know, it's not much. It's just like, it was like 30 more seconds. Yeah, it, it was, was just the same song, part of your world, but we got to see a little more of it. Yeah. And it's, it's very CG-ish. Um, it's, yeah, there's a it's, lot of CGI going on there. Yeah. Um, I am hoping it is a preliminary, but it just seems like the Marvel CG people, from last year, from Phase Four, just jumped to Disney just now, you know. While Marvel just, you know, got new ones. Um, but um, I am hoping uh, it does get a little bit more polished. Um, Ursula at the end looked really cool. I am hoping we do get a better look at her. But yeah, you know, Little Mermaid, you know, cool. I know, I know. It's like that's also probably why we haven't seen so much of it because it's probably like a lot of CG. A lot of things I mean, that they have to everything. like, you know, yeah, like, it's again, pretty much like, all CG, right? This like, like a, a live action movie of this kind of nature is like, you know, it's definitely like, is it worth it to have a live action movie like this? Or you can, can you just like make a, a, a reboot in CG, you know, um, right. like not everything has to be live action, especially like if it's all this underwater stuff, unless you're using some James Cameron technology in this one, right. which again, like Disney and James Cameron have a relationship. Uh, but, um, you know, so, but at the same time, James Cameron's hogging it all for Avatar 3. It's all you know mine. I mean? The money is mine. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you can't blame him, right? Like, you know, and at least the songs will be good. So, you know, like, that's the one thing. It's Little Mermaid. It's going to have good songs. So, but let's, yeah. let's move on <laughs> to something Yeah, but that, you know what? Um, like, Disney hasn't had a lot of, like, luck in this live action kind of format, right? Um, I mean, I thought Aladdin was fine. Aladdin was fine. Again, it was fine. Yeah. yeah. And so was Beauty and the Beast. It was fine. As well, you know, like they were, um, they were good for kids, you know. Yeah, they were, they were solid for the children. Not yeah. really adding anything to it with the live action medium because you're yeah, just kind you're of right. you're They're doing scene for scene like, the exact movie. You know, that's why I'm like, yeah, you know, at least in Aladdin they had some scenes there that weren't in the actual movie. But Beauty and the Beast, for example, like, dude, that was pretty much scene yeah. for scene, the entire and this thing. Is, you know, and we're we're in a post Lion King world, you know, Oof. so it's like, and and we all saw what happened to Lion King. So let's. Who, buddy? You don't so, gotta remake anything, man. Listen, just make a sequel. It's cool, you know. <laughs> yeah. Speaking speaking of remakes and reboots, right? So, uh, you know, Stephen King. You know, we're gonna see the Boogeyman later Oof. this summer. But uh, so apparently, there's another Stephen King adaptation of the works reboot remake. I I guess it's just the adaptation, right? Children but, uh, of the children, reboot. Yeah, yeah. Children <laughs> of the Corn. Uh, so I. I, I don't know. I've never read the original story, so I don't Have know. Have you seen the original movie? Not oh, the well, original yeah. movie, but but you've seen Children of the Corn. Well, I've seen the movie, right? What so are your thoughts I don't even... on, the, on the movie, Tex? So, I mean, I was big, like, uh, you know, I was a big Malachi person. You know, I was like, <laughs> Outlander! <laughs> <laughs> 
Because he had Malachi, Malachi rule, man. Like, that kid just understood it, you know? And yeah. for a long time, that creeped me out. Outlander! Yeah, have you <laughs> seen it recently, Tex? No, oh, so that's the thing. I was just going to get to that. Yeah. It does not hold up at all. Yes, like, that's is, what I was just going to get very to. I was like, movie. okay, cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm just waiting. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just here waiting to just pop your bubble real quick, you know, just to burst yeah. it. Be like, yeah, because no, no, like, I saw it um, right. this past Halloween season, and man what a piece of garbage like honestly it's not good um one thing that did stand out in this trailer was the main actress the little girl um she seemed kind of decent in terms of her skills um and her acting skills like her delivery was very like natural and i kind of dug the way she was kind of like uh, you know um emoting and you know and and talking and and doing her thing so i i'm gonna watch it obviously um i'm excited about that i am hoping that have to see it yeah yeah i am hoping that uh (laughs) her performance does actually stand out in the movie and i i'm hoping that's better than the original because it's not good um the story itself um like yeah cool south park did it better (laughs) yeah and that's the thing I don't like I've never read the original short so I don't know if if like the short was about the kids getting rid of the parents which I kind of like that angle, you know, because in the in the movie, in the first movie, or the I know I keep wanting to say original. I don't, you know, I don't remember if it's like a remake or not, or if that one was a remake or not. Yeah, but, I think um, that was the the first one yeah, of its kind. Yeah, so I know. See, that's what I mean. There have been so many adaptations of Stephen King crap, right? So, but in that one, like it's already happened. You know, the kids already took over, you know, parents already got killed, you know, all that stuff. But I do kind of like the idea of, you know, seeing the parents get got, you know, and seeing the kids take over because, yeah. you know, because they're, you know, whatever, they're yeah. being brainwashed and stuff like that. So I hope that's an interesting angle. But at the same time, this is mad VOD. You know, we'll check it out and we'll we'll report our findings back to you. Yeah, it's supposed home. to be in theaters, quote unquote, March third. But um, no way, um, no way. It said, and that's what the, listen that's what the trailer said. All right, it's yeah, not me. Get out of here said. with that. So um, in theaters, aka my living room. You know, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that's that's the same weekend as uh, uh, you know what? Let's. It's the same weekend as as Creed, bro. That's not coming out in theaters. Please. Like, come on, please. Uh, No way. Speaking of. So it's uh, yeah, I know. I was gonna lead into that, but first we have to talk about uh John Wick chapter four. We got the final trailer for it, and it is a John Wick movie. Yes. Um (laughs) the the final trailer made it seem a bit more interesting and lively than the other ones. Um, Right. The first one was like very serious, very I'm, I'm John Wick and blah blah blah, you know. But uh, this one was very, you know, it was very lighthearted. So I am hoping that, um, uh, um, you know, it is good. It is really long though, right, Tex? It's like over two and a half hours or something like that. Yeah, reports were saying that it was like almost three hours, two and a half, three hours. Right, that's disgusting. Or, um, I hope I hope that was just like a cut right like there are stories like that all the time right it's like oh there was a cut of this that was three hours long it's like okay and again cool. but like what? and then you cut it down to 90 minutes right so. <laughs> exactly <laughs> like, chop, chop 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 there you go movie same thing what? it'll it'll be the you same know, movie <laughs> that's the, thing. the thing about john wick is that like they they feel like they have like this saga and like, you know, and at the end of the day, each movie is the same. It's just Keanu Reeves killing a bunch of dudes. And yes, that's cool. You know, yeah, of course. I'm gonna go, we're gonna, I'm gonna go see part four. I'm not, I'm not, you know, of course, but like, he's already done it three times. Dude, it's, it's, 
it's the same story they started with in part one and they haven't finished it yet. It's like, hey, come come on, guys. Let's wrap it up. All right. It's the same exact thing. It's like he killed a bunch of people because they killed his pup. Cool. He killed the yeah. wrong guy. Right. So once he killed the wrong guy, the wrong guy's daddy came at him, you know, and then John Wick had it got him, you know, and then because he got some guy in the higher tier of some Assassin's Creed or something. Right. This is how the, the ball got rolling. And it's just the same thing over and over yeah. again. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's. And- Yes, it's Keanu Reeves, like, in his full, like, 80s action star kind of franchise. And in that sense, you know, Good live it him. up, man. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, seriously. In that sense, get your money, live it up, have, you know, do what you want. Go, but you but know, don't make it three but, hours, you know. <laughs> yeah. You yeah under, do, you know? Yes, understand that we just want to go see part four <laughs> and then get out of the theater, right? So, yeah, exactly. So uh, one thing I do kind of want to sit in, though. Uh, so Creed three, we were kind of dancing around this with Children of the Corn because uh, I want to talk about it. But but Creed three, we got the final trailer, and this is a total not John Wick four situation. Man, uh, it's co- yeah, it looks completely different. It, like it, it's got the Rocky vibe still, you know, because uh, Adonis he is he retires from the ring comes back after three years of action mm-hmm. so it's like oh that's the that's the rocky Balboa story am baby excited, Tex. <laughs> i'm excited and the fact that adonis um uh, might be going to one uh mr drago for some <laughs> yeah. uh, training making it a rocky three adjacent when he goes to apollo right yes oh, yes dude so excited and then jonathan majors looks absolutely major we're going to talk about him more for sure later on in our future presentation but in this one alone man like dude he's ready for the big time dude <laughs> i'm telling you after this movie comes out this guy like like him being kang is one thing right and we'll talk about yeah, it like but, i said like more but like but, but this is the but, one right? like if this yeah. is like the non-costume actor here you know, that yeah. people are going to look at here. It's not going to be some dude with superpowers, you know, some dude, you know, eradicating universes here. But it, it's a dude who's going to be in a ring just fucking acting and he's going to show out. And I'm I'm very excited for him and to see what comes down the pipeline for him, especially going forward with all the Marvel stuff. And then every other project he gets in because he has a, he has a wide range. We we spoke about him in, the, in a long time ago, folks. Remember when we saw um, uh, a Lovecraft Country back when uh, um, HBO was still um, airing that thing. And we said it then like Jonathan Majors is going to be um, he's, he's going to be huge. Um, and uh, uh, we'll speak more on that later. But we have to speak about uh, Mr. Michael be jordan also looking absolutely mage in this movie like it's funny because before in the creed movies um especially in creed 2 right adonis was like all right whatever you know like i i, I was a little tired of adonis in creed 2 yeah um, and then also he was he was playing second he was playing second fiddle to rocky yes exactly and, you know and yes, even great even point. in creed 2 yep. in creed 2 where you know it was the rocky send-off movie like it was still like you know yeah, this is still Rocky Eight kind of vibes, or yes. wherever we were yeah, by that point. Yeah, you know, so it's point. like, but now, now it's like, oh, this is Creed. Like, okay, like, yeah, it's Creed Three, but it's like, oh, oh, this is this is Creed One we're looking at here. You know yeah, what I mean? It, like, it's so. very smart to um to put it in this perspective because you don't have to show him getting all his accolades. Like, you see his accolades there because it's three years later in the trailer too. You see this whole wall full of championships and stuff like that. So you, right. you know. He's, you know, accomplished things, you know, he's done things already. So we don't have to go through that. Like now we're getting legit 
a movie about Adonis Creed here. You know what I mean? It's not about Rocky here. It's about Adonis and about his history. Um, his his best friend from the past comes back to haunt him and fucking just terrorize that's his whole a, that's entire a total, life. That's a total Rocky thing. Too. Yeah, so dude, that's, it, that's the other yeah. thing. Like, it's still he, like... He knows the formula. Feels, he knows yes, the formula, right? Yes. And, you know, and I believe it's, I believe it's, uh, someone related to Kugler. I can't remember if it's like a brother or something writing the script or something <sighs> nice. like that. And, you know, Michael B. Jordan is directing, but, you know, Ryan Kugler is still involved with like the overall story. That's awesome. Like, he has to be so executive like, producing then. That's, yeah. That's level so, then. yeah. So like, I, I can't wait to see like, in their own hands, right? It's like, yeah. I, I want to yeah. see, like, I think that's what's most exciting about this, right? It's like, yes. let's let's see what Michael B. Jordan can do. And as, then as on top director, of that, too, seeing know? a boxing movie filled in IMAX and Tex off air was telling me how uh, Michael B. Jordan is like a super nerd and he loves anime. Yeah, and, he's, uh, he's, and Tex, he was yeah. hyping up like Dragon Ball Z punches and stuff like that. And I'm just like, yo, I, I can't wait to see what that looks like. You know, cause yeah, like I think it was Yankee Stadium, right? We were yeah. calling, like we were talking about that. Like in the, in the final trailer, you can definitely see they're in like an open air stadium. That's Yankee Stadium. They're going to start flying around here, man. Yeah. <laughs> Punching each other in the air. It's such like a, I, I know boxing events have that huge feel already, yes. but this, this is like all, this is like WrestleMania. This is like, you know, huge. Oh, don't get me draws. started about Mania season. This is the wrong <laughs> podcast for that, right? I know, but like you get what I mean. Though, right like absolutely it feels, it, it's very it epic huge. very grandiose yeah. you know um it's um like it's, coliseum stuff you it's know? very yeah. end to a trilogy <laughs> a very end to a story you know right just ending yes. it up big and like i was saying because we don't have to go through all his accolades you know through the years of him struggling and win- winning championships and stuff we like got that. two movies of that yeah exactly so now we really get this Adonis movie, like I was saying, and we really can focus on him, his family, on his conflict and stuff. Um, of course, uh, there's going to be a bunch of Easter eggs sprinkled throughout about, you know, showing like a Rocky picture. Even in the trailer, you see like uh, like a nice framed uh, picture of Rocky and his championship and stuff like that. And so that's, you, that's yeah, all they got to do. Yeah, That's all they got to do. Yeah, you're going to see that sprinkled throughout in the background, but we're definitely, you can tell they're showcasing this. And I'm excited for Michael B. Jordan. It's his directorial debut, and he's using IMAX cameras over here, and it looks great on an IMAX trailer. And I just can't freaking wait, Tex. Cannot wait. Yes, of course. I hope it works out because, you know, it's a Rocky movie still, you know, in my head. Yes, it's Creed, but this is still like Rocky nine, you know, so or yeah, I think it's Rocky nine at this point. Um, but no, but even beyond that, like, I, I hope it works out for him as a director, you know, yeah, like agreed. he he is a talented dude, mm-hmm. but it's like, you know, but we've seen it. It's very tough. You know, there are very few actors who actually make that jump to like directorial stuff and then stick the landing. And so young too, right? He's, yeah. he's a young guy. Like, um, like we mentioned it, uh, like in June, we're going to see Patrick Wilson uh, making his uh, debut. He's been around for, for, for a hot minute now, like in all these genre movies. Um, so it, it is exciting when an actor who can act and know what they're doing can step behind the camera, especially like knowing that this, you know, dude appreciates film and appreciates, you know, fandom and stuff like that. So it's, it's very cool to see that. Um, and, um, I am, dude, text, you don't know I how, mean, yeah. how freaking excited I am to see this movie. It's coming up so soon too. And dude, I and love it. I love it. I'm so stoked, dude. It's, it's so funny, right? Cause we, you know, we, we highlight horror here on the morgue, but in March, our biggest movie is Creed three. You know, it's, 
it's the same month we're getting like Scream Six and stuff like that. But no, like that. Oh, it's just no i am so hyped listen like Dude. scream yes we're getting scream <laughs> like you mentioned you know and it's coming out the week after great that's yeah. awesome but um just in terms of how they presented you this movie in a trailer you have like if you're not hype seeing this dude like then then, then get these out movies of the way. aren't for you you know what yeah I mean? like you and know you honestly, can tune out <laughs> and don't don't listen to our show like, yeah you, you can know, tune out like, it's cool you know this we, is, this we, is, we won't blame you yeah, yeah you is, got problems dude yeah this is who we are we're hyped for a boxing movie and you know and as as film buddies at home will know it's when a boxy movie is good they're they're like Oof. some of the best yes. movies you can get like boxy movies fighting movies like either it, it can be like either realistic or fantastical, right? And, yeah. But fighting movies are dope. You can have you can Rocky have, Four, or you can have Warrior, right? Yes. You know, or you can have Warrior, and then you know c- counter that with like Bloodsport, right? So it's like, yo, those are two completely different extremes, but they're say great. Say <laughs> Say it. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like it's. I can't wait. Yeah, let's. You know, let's I, I can't wait, folks. Um, and that being said, now, folks, for our feature presentation, and here we go, folks. Phase five. <sighs> yep. Phase five. You guys are out there. You guys are seeing it all on the internet. Um, let's lay it all out there, Tex. Everyone's like been shitting all over this movie. Honestly, I had fun with this thing. Um, yeah. I thought it was a solid flick. I was a solid time. The pacing was pretty decent. I I had a good time with this thing, man. I I would give it maybe a seven, you know, like yeah. a solid seven. Um, and it, I I really like the family aspect to it. Like I can, it's uh, it's a thing that Marvel hasn't done recently. Um, because they've been so focused just this character development and getting making sure their characters right. are in place. But this one legit, like it feels like you know a whole like it's a family flick. You know, like yes. I can take my kids to this thing. They can have a good time, and it feels like a '90s family flick because you know that that scene with Bill Murray and Michelle Pfeiffer right. and all that stuff. It had that kind of you know that that uh, that adult humor in it. Um, I really like this movie in terms of just um, not having any real expectations as to where they're going to go with it. And I had fun with it. I had fun with it. Right, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. So this is like you said, this is the very first movie in Phase Five. You know, we it, it's clear that it's the very first movie in phase five. Like it's, we got some big setup, you know, without getting the spoilers, without getting into spoilers yet. So, uh, I, I think I'm in the same boat. I, I liked it. Like I liked it a lot. I, I like watching it. I was like, this is, this is fun. It's yeah. a fun movie. Uh, you know, and that's more than I could say for Ant-Man too. I yes, didn't like agreed. it. I didn't. Re- I didn't like Ant Man and the Wasp. It's not know? memorable. I don't yeah. remember what happened besides that ghost character. That's yeah, about and, it. And then Ant Man. It's better than Ant Man because uh, you know Ant Man was like a super forgettable on top of that. And you know, and this isn't as bad as like Thor: Love and Thunder. You know, like oh Thor: Love and Thunder. I was actively angry throughout some of that movie. I was like, yo, this movie is bad. I remember thinking, yo, this is terrible. Like I. I, you know, but in Ant Man, I was just having a fun time, and when it yeah. was over, I was like, okay, I don't need to see that again, you know. Mm-hmm. But it was, it, it's a solid movie, and so, um, yeah, I guess we can get into spoilers from Would here you on text? out. Wait for it, pay for it, oh, stay away um, from it. I'd wait for it. Okay, yeah. I, like yeah. honestly, I think wait for it to, to show up on Disney Plus. 
You yeah, know, agreed. like when it's finally streaming on Disney Plus, then check it out because you will need to see that for the rest of part uh, for phase five to see what's yeah. coming next. But in terms of like, you know, um, I don't think you absolutely need to see it in the theater. You no, know, like you, you don't. I mean, like there are cool things like I saw it in IMAX and it looks cool Um, with, uh, you know, the quantum realm looks neat and stuff right. like that. But it's really nothing enhanced in the movie. Nothing really, like Tech said, that you need to go out there and see in, in, in a movie theater. That being said, though, like it's um a lot of people were it, it, it was funny because you got two kind of reactions to this movie. Right. Right. And, right. And it, and this is going into spoilers already, folks. So yeah. So um, spoiler alert: if you haven't yeah, seen Ant Man and the Wasp, the first reaction was, "Oh, this is absolute garbage." I think Rotten Tomatoes gave it like a forty-eight or something. It scored right. less than freaking Love and Thunder, which is like what? You right. Know? So uh, yeah, Arturo and I are going to be digging into this from now on. So yeah, if you haven't seen it, if you are waiting for it to hit Disney Plus, uh, this is the part of the show where you have to dip off. But um, I know. Well, check out the archives though, while you're at it. Yes, you know? yes, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like leading, uh, jumping off what Arturo was saying though, the yeah, the Rotten Tomatoes score, you know. Of course, there's a larger conversation about Rotten Tomatoes, right? Where it's Big like, time. It, it's no longer like, because I think people kind of forget what it was meant to be. You know, because it really was just meant to be like a consensus of what critics are saying, right? Yes, it's exactly. Like, yeah. You collect all the reviews, you know, is this yes. good or bad? Then you pile them up and then you average it out. You know? that's, <laughs> yes. That's but it, now, you know? Yeah. And, but now it's become like, oh, the voice of the critics. And now it's the, and now you got like the audience score, uh, you know. So, but this time around, I kind of, I'm, I'm like, I'm kind of in the audience part of that, right? Cause, Dude, like, you know, it's doubled the score of the critic score. Like, yeah. so there's something there. And the, and, and just alone of, of how they just completely just excessively shit on it. And it's ranked lower than Love and Thunder. It's ranked lower than almost any shitty Marvel movie. And Marvel is, has a, a lot of wild. duds. You yes, know? which is wild because Marvel has a ton of duds. Yeah. Go back and watch Iron Man 2. I the, the entire you. Iron Man franchise, besides yes. for one, was was a dud, and you, dude. And you know what though? <laughs> you know what? Maybe this is sacrilege to like Marvel fans or whatever, but try watching Iron Man 1 again. You can't. Like you you like it's it's aged so poorly. He I, makes a MySpace joke in it. I know? did so that too. Like, I yeah. watched it over the summertime because they had it in this enhanced IMAX thing. I was like, oh, right. let me see what's up, you know? And I was like, oh, okay, Iron Man. But then, like, there's nothing there. <laughs> yeah, dude. And, it, it, and, like, all the complaints, like, we've gotten recently of, like, oh, you know, phase – like, we went through a whole phase of people complaining, you know, where is this leading to, right? And, you know, and there's also like, there's a weird argument going around of people saying like, you know, oh, phase one was planned better. No, it wasn't. Like, they kind of just, yeah, it was (laughs) all an accident that they kind of. Phase one wasn't phase one until they realized they were like, oh, we can make this a a phase thing. (laughs) Yes. Like, it's like, oh, let's do an Avengers team up movie. Let's lead into it. It wasn't, it literally wasn't that until like, yeah. And people forget Iron Man 2. People forget Thor 2. People forget Thor four somehow. Like I, I don't. Okay, so yeah, we're before we even get into the movie, right? It's like we need to tackle this, and it's, true. it's like I don't. It's get, a big issue. Yeah, I don't yeah. get why where someone could be like, oh, Love and Thunder was better than Quantum Mania. I do not understand. No, that, I, that makes 
it, it makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense. And the way that, um, you know, all this stuff is thrown out on the internet, it's like, hey, like, are you like purposely trying to just damage this thing? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like, what are you talking about? What movie did you see? You know, like, it's the same thing when we, you know, talk about Skidamarink. You know what I mean? Or, right. or freaking, yes. or X, you know, like, you know, like what, what movie did you see? There's a lot of things that are very questionable um, that you, that, um, that usually back in the day, you would go to Rotten Tomatoes. You'd be like, oh, look at this movie. Okay, cool. You know, it should be good. Let's go watch it. You know, right. now it's yeah. like, I don't even go to Rotten Tomatoes, you know, like I, like I go to Rotten Tomatoes after I watched the movie to see what they gave it. Um, just see, th- that way, like I can be like, you guys weren't watching the same flick over here, you know. Yeah, so, so I guess, I guess, Arturo, I, I guess we can, you know, we'll go through our review here, give our give our full details on it. I guess as a framing device, we'll kind of address some of these concerns that I've seen in some of these reviews, right? Yeah. So, and and it sucks though, Arturo. I will admit, it sucks that you and I have to come in kind of defending this movie. Cause it's yeah. been, it's been so trash, but it's yeah. not like, it's not like a perfect movie either. It's I'm not, not about, like, it's I, not freaking, you know, it's not winter soldier, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's not infinity war. <laughs> um, so, but like, um, but it's, it's a good movie and I think it's yes. a good jump off for phase five. I don't understand like the other phases have been, damn, like if you really go back and dissect the entire history here, like it's not as successful. The only reason we remember this stuff is because of Thanos and Endgame and Infinity War. But if you go back to the Ultron phase, if you go back to the, you know, the first uh, phase where they do New York and then the Ultron thing and then everything in between, uh, like, dude, it's like they just got it right. You know what I mean? They just got it right um, in their most recent movies. You can cut their slate in half, and like the first half is, is going to be garbage compared to the second half, you know, because they finally right. be like, okay, we finally have a direction to go to. Yeah, um, yeah, yes, that's exactly it. Because Phase Four, you and I talked about Phase Four. Phase Four was the issue one. This is the start of the the multiverse saga, right? Like it's like this is we need the new status quo. We need the yeah. comics about uh, you know yes, comics in TVs, whatever. But it's like yeah, that's the idea, right? It's like we need the solo comics about the new characters who are going to play big roles in whatever comes next, right? And yeah, so exactly. like. And, you know, this we get a bunch of new young characters who are probably going to team up and form their own Young Avengers team, you know. But the producer is saying they aren't doing Young Avengers. Come on. With all the, especially like in Quantumania, we get uh, Scott Lang's daughter, Cassie Lang. Yeah, uh, I know. From it, Freaky, Catherine yeah, Newton. Yes. So, yes. So shout out to her. She was already great in that. But like here, it's like, oh, okay, you could also play like a rambunctious teenage girl, you know. Yeah, I know. Of- and it's wild though. But like <laughs> to that point, and a quick side note to that like can they really compete with what's coming (laughs) you know what i mean yeah and that's the thing too right and so my head i'm thinking you know this is a random theory right we're we're jumping around here so it's a random theory we're getting kang dynasty and then secret wars right two avengers movies probably in like the same year i hope they spread that out because it's like we'll get into all that but um kang like one of those movies is probably just gonna be the new crew right it's probably gonna be a bunch of these kids maybe like one of the veterans or something to like hold them all together but you know it's i'm pretty sure like endgame right where it's like the endgame crew was like oh we only have like so many compared to like oh we don't have any of the new ones but i feel like it's gonna be the opposite right it's gonna be like oh we'll get like kamala khan 
and like uh, uh, She Hulk in it, and like you know, Shang Chi, yeah. yes, and like the new ones who just got introduced, while the veterans get like I don't know, just destroyed by <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. But yeah, so jumping back into all this, um, one of the first major complaints is we were just alluding to this was that people were saying nothing happened. Yeah, so uh, so uh, yeah, so <laughs> a people, lot happened. Yeah, literally one of the complaints I've seen from multiple people, like both, you know, in tweets and like critics is that nothing happened. And, and and then going even deeper than that, nothing happened in terms of like, in terms of Scott's character, which are two complete, what? that's complete lies, right? So even- Oh my though, God, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the yes. ending alone. What? You're like, did you, did you see the ending of the movie? What do you mean nothing happens to Scott and his character? Yeah. Yeah, Jesus it's... Christ, folks. All right. You know what? No, screw it. Put that spoiler banner in the bottom text. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? We're, full, we're, All right. we're going full, 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 spoilers, folks. full so, spoilers. All right. So final warning. Let's start with Scott Lang. This is the first time he actually got to like be a real kind of not mistakenly a hero. And you know what I mean? Great he, point. It, it was the first time that Scott was like, yo, I got to I got to save Cassie. I got to do what I got to do. You know, he Great we point. see him go fucking giant, small. He uses his entire array of Ant-Man powers to finally showcase what he can really do. Like, this is legit like the first real Ant-Man movie where he's doing Ant-Man things like we've seen in the comic books, right? Um, yes. Everything else, he's always b- been helped, you know? It's always being helped by something or something. But this one, he was determined. He had focus. And at the very end, he freaking, he stays in the quantum he, realm. And he goes toe-to-toe with Kang. Like, he gets his ass beat by freaking <laughs> Jonathan Majors's, you know, freaking Creed Three training. <laughs> you know, because those punches look super stiff, man. Yo, it looks he, so good that fight. He gets, he gets like stomped in too, like appropriately like, so. You yeah, know, like Roman like, Reigns versus Sami Zayn, right? Pretty much, right? It's a perfect yeah. comparison, you know. And and Scott Lang appropriately, he he did the best to fight as as best as he could because he knows he's not like he knows he's not captain america and i love that i love the captain america thing that he still has in there he's like don't want to be captain america right yeah (laughs) but but yeah he knows he's not this yes he's an avenger and he knows it because he helps save the freaking you know planet but like he knows he's not you know steve rogers he's not one of these aliens or superpowered beings or whatever so him understanding that you know and then realizing that and just knowing hey all i gotta do it says in the trailer you don't have to win bro you know what i mean we just both have to lose so that is scott lang that is his character development it's like hey he has that heart it's like hey yeah i'm gonna do everything and anything i can to make sure this guy doesn't leave here you know that's him really being that avenger you know it's like it, it's not just him growing really tall and holding something so somebody doesn't get it you know it, it's him actually like showing hey deep down inside i'm an avenger because this is what i'm i'm sacrificing myself Dude, over here you know and, and that's you know and that's why i'm like so like i'm like what are you talking about that scott has no development this was literally developing him right this was developing him as a father you know, because, yeah, yeah, we've seen Scott as a father before, right? But it's like mm-hmm. it was either the little girl in Ant-Man or, yeah. or like, um, the adult version of her in, like, Endgame that grew up, you know, and she got replaced. I, I forget who the actress was before, you know, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, I mean, R.I.P., you know, it sucks, you know, I mean, 
that's total bad luck on, on that actress's part but it's like you know you gotta be you gotta be here <laughs> it's like you gotta be Catherine Newton you know what I mean yeah. it's like you you gotta be able to like keep up and I guess the you know Kevin Feige and those in Marvel whoever's casting these movies were like no we need like yeah she killed it though like her personality like suits that character like she, she knew exactly what she had to do oh yeah um, Cassie like, Lang was great yeah yeah they knew like they, they needed this like you know, this spark plug, you know, this firecracker of a character, you know, see that, that also ties back into like stuff happening. Right. So it's like, uh, uh, duh. You you just introduced a brand new hero in this movie on top of that. Right. (laughs) You know, because as we all know now uh, at the end, the wasp and Scott Lang, um, Ant-Man are both trapped in freaking quantum realm. So now Cassie is the only one out there. With, well, no, um, they were, you know, they were only in there for a second. Remember? Yeah. Cause they, they just opened it up again. Cause that's, oh, yeah, that's right. yeah. So <laughs> that's what was funny about that. So, you know, and that's the thing that, that ties into the bigger argument of like stuff happening. Right. So we, I don't get why people complain about this one because, you know, through, throughout all of phase four, right? Arturo, you and I have said this on multiple times. It's like, no, this is the building phase. Stuff is happening. Stuff is connected. But one of the big complaints was like, oh, well, you know, these things are connected. Where's the overall, where's the arc? Where's the story? Right. And this movie is literally like, here's phase five and it's not good enough for people. <laughs> it's yeah. Like <laughs> even, even, um, when Scott gets back from his like short time in the quantum realm, right? Um, he is just thinking the entire time afterwards, like, hey, wait a minute, this guy mentioned something was bad was going to happen, and yeah. there's going to be uh, a lot more of him coming, and all this other stuff. Like, what's going on? So it's cool how they ended with that, and Scott Lang just thinking about, holy shit, wait a minute, was he right? Like, is this guy really going to do something? Or you know what? Let me forget about it and hang out with the folks. But but still, wait a minute. If he said this. What what did he mean by that? You know? Dude, and kudos to Paul Rudd because it's like if anyone could pull that off, you know, yeah. of like the, you know, oh, I'm going to be blissfully ignorant about it and just kind of like brush it to the side. <laughs> but also, yeah, this is a thing. Like, kudos to Paul Rudd. Like, no, I don't think anyone else could have pulled that off. You know? But, um, and that's the thing too. Like, this is literally phase five. Like, you got the this movie was all about starting the arc right yeah. this was all about introducing kang we got a huge thing from jonathan majors this is basically yeah. jonathan majors the movie you know? yeah pretty <laughs> so- much agreed he, he carries the whole thing you know what i mean in terms yeah. of just like his performance he, he steals the whole sh- yeah whole freaking show so and and the thing about that he's he's so good that yeah the rest of the movie kind of looks worse in comparison because it's like you know, it's it's the poochie dilemma it's like when when he he's not on screen everyone should be asking where's kang you know so it's and that's that's the thing where i'm like i keep going back to them like how do you how do you look at kang and then say nothing's happening nothing yeah. this doesn't build on phase five like this is literally like our kang origin after loki right because loki introduced uh, teased kang with he he who remains but now yeah. that we finally see him and he's instantly like yo this is a dope villain because like he changes the tone of the movie. You know, Scott Lang's immediately like, if you touch Cassie again, you know, and he's threatening kids already, right? Like, yeah. it's like, yo. Oh, yeah. Kang is the. <laughs> doesn't care. Yeah, with his psychic powers, he's like, do I look like a liar to you? <laughs> yeah. <I'm> like, <laughs> so good. Yeah, yeah, it was good. And and that's the thing, Arturo. It's. I, I keep going back to that. I'm like, what do you. What are these people talking about? That, like, I don't know. Like, 
And then the well, okay, so Arturo, help me understand this. <laughs> so one of the big complaints was that uh, you know, it wasn't understandable, like as a movie. What? Yeah. Yeah, like what? especially like the like the, the probability storm and stuff like that. Like people were saying it was confusing, but wait, uh, I'm confused <laughs> as to that statement. What was confusing about it? Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing too, like one of the big criticisms I've seen from critics in the past few weeks was that it, it takes, like, wild risks. Like, it's a wacky movie. But, like, this is an, this is a third Ant-Man movie in a Marvel Phase 5. We've already seen... What's so- wacky about it? What, the yes. giant ants or something? Yeah. Did, did people forget that they were in this subatomic universe, right? <laughs> like, they're, like, they're, like, smaller than dust right now, dude. dude. This is why the ants are kings over there. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... Like, this is not... Uh, I'm confused. Like, do <laughs> yes. they think this is Honey, I Shrunk the Kids or something? Like, I don't, I don't see. This is what? why I, you know, because it's like I said, it's not like it was a, a, it's not a great, great movie, but it's also no, but not like the, it's, it's not, it's, it doesn't deserve this kind of criticism. Why are they trying to like? What are they trying to deconstruct? You dude, know, like, dude, it's I'm, tied with Eternals. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, like come on, you please go back and listen to our Eternals review so you can talk hear us. Oh, talk so about, then it um, actually went up in in score. Then I think. <laughs> oh, oh my god, because that's the thing. It's like because Eternals has like a forty-seven at one point. What's it now, at right now? Yeah, and forty-seven, now, right? Yeah, and now that's a movie that doesn't do anything. You but know, see, like Eternals movie. is the movie that it doesn't make sense in the way of storytelling. You yes. know, like in terms of the whole Marvel of everything, right? It doesn't do anything for Marvel. Yeah, right? I don't understand the criticism for this one. Like, I, they're being nitpicky about what, like. Cassie made this device. It was a satellite that obviously sent a, a signal down uh, um, to the quantum realm. Kang noticed a signal. You know, like what? What is there? Like I don't understand why they can't follow that. You know, but they the, can follow fucking Skinnamarink, right? Yes. Like, and, like, like please. And the please. Pro- and the probability storm scene. It was quickly explained that none of it is real. And it's just all the all the choices Scott could have made happening at the same time, right? Yeah. And, and so that's why when they all unite to save his daughter, it's a huge ass moment. Yeah, it's like, because they have he, the same exact thought is to yes. save Cassie. This is why they're working together. Before, they were all freaking out because the, the real Scott Lang folks had – the mission he knew what the goal was the others had no freaking clue what the hell they were gonna do you never yes. freaking out so once he figured out hey this there's goal here let's you know work together here like i don't and it was a cool visual too because they it was climbing was. like it was an ant hill they were basically yeah. they were basically ants you know and like and it was so funny too because like in that it was a, there was a good joke about the basket robin scott who who never, who never left the job yeah, Jack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one who was stayed in basket robins never became ant-man and stuff like that it was that that's, that's just that was just funny stuff and so but that's all part of the character development right yeah. So it's like, and then I heard one complaint of like, oh, I didn't know why they were falling apart. They were falling apart because they were touching that thing. They were directly touching it and falling apart. It was showing us, hey, don't touch the thing. (laughs) So... That's, but it's funny how they're they're talking about that one particular scene, which it's meant to be wild and chaotic, dude. Like they even say it, like that. Um, it can fracture minds, and too much time in there is gonna cause psychosis or some shit like that. Yeah, like. 
why are they picking apart that team so that's, much? That's what I'm like, saying. Like, that's wild. Yeah. Of, of all the things you could have picked apart, you picked that one. Yeah. And then like, like, really? in terms of stuff you don't understand, right? And like, you know, and another complaint is that they didn't care about like the plight of these you know, new characters in the quantum realm, which I kind of agree. But also it's like, that's, it's not really about them. It, no, it's, it's not. It's, and it's they about didn't know Cassie. they existed until they actually, you know, <laughs> went down there again. Like, because uh, Janet didn't tell them anything, right? They had right. no clue what they were going to find down there. So them, like, seeing these people, they're like, "What the hell are these people?" You know, because obviously the only real goal here was to get back to the freaking proper dimension, right? Yeah, to, to the proper, you know, earthly realm. Yeah, to get out like, of the quantum realm. Who cares yes. about these quantum people? Obviously, they have issues. So let's see if. We can help them out because right now Kang is all our problems, you know. Yes, it was. It was also more to give Cassie a thing to do, right? Yeah, it's like this yeah, was- to show her little like rebel, you know, her, her rebel spirit and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, and- oh, I'm gonna go help him, you know. Yeah, because because she moves into action, it pushes Scott into action, who otherwise wouldn't have helped. So the, yep. that's the whole thing. It's like it's giving us these characters, you know, and uh, like, and then we have Modok, who, <laughs> so I can. This one I can understand the complaints because he is just a big goofy CG head. I, I but it's liked also it. yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'm like I, I, liked, had, it. I had, had no problem. Have you with picked it. up a comic book? <laughs> Have you seen what this thing looks like in a comic book? What yeah. do you expect? He was he was always going to be a big CG weirdo. You know, dude, and, it was cool. It was cool. He had that like helmet thing at first, right? And then you reveal the big face. But like, I thought the face was well done. It could have been way goofier than that. You know, like for instance, Kang's little you know helmet shield look goofy you know it did, it did. i didn't like that because it didn't it didn't work well with uh, majors's face i didn't like that i'm like he, he doesn't need it you know he was fine without it but then every time that that face shield popped up it looked like it squished his face down right yeah i'm, I'm like that's not a good look but the modok thing i thought that was great i thought like everyone knew what the mission was with that thing you know what i mean yeah and like everyone it, enjoyed the hell out of that character it, the entire movie I, yes i thought it was a big success honestly yeah i agree it's all for the purpose of getting to that final joke where he's like touching scott with his baby hand <laughs> <laughs> and where he's saying i'm an avenger you know yeah and, that was good and then the little baby legs yes that's what i mean like it's Modok was fine, like, and yeah. that's the thing. He's. It's not like we're gonna see Modok again, you know. Like, yeah, Modok's <laughs> straight up dead. So, like, he kept you, spitting out that thing, that fluid, that Matrix fluid. Yeah, and it's like if you if you have problems with Modok, well, who cares? You know, it, it doesn't matter anymore, right? So, and that's the thing. It's this is why I'm so confused because it's not like it's the worst fucking movie. It's no. not. It's not worse than Thor. I'm gonna keep saying this because. Ant-Man, because Quantum Mania made me laugh. I laughed yeah. at like, and that's more than I can say for Love and Thunder. I didn't laugh at a single joke in Love Word. and Thunder. Saying I, I was chuckling, man. I was LOLing and all that <laughs> good stuff in yeah, the theater. You, it's the one where you say, that's funny, you know, instead of like, <laughs> instead of laughing. You know? yeah, like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It had, like, they knew what they were doing. They used the comedic timing of Paul Rudd to work a lot of stuff in. Uh, Bill Murray, I thought was awesome because he wasn't over the top Bill Murray. You know, he was like this 
at he, first, like I love that little like turn, and it was only for like what, like five minutes. We yeah, see him do exactly. It, it could have so been any. It could have been anybody. You know, yeah, but like, he was good that, though. Yes, it, and that's the thing. It's like, yeah, it could have been anybody, but the fact that it was Bill Murray was just a fun little touch. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And this is a good movie for Michelle Pfeiffer too, who like gets a, a ton of screen time. You know, Surprisingly, who, so I honestly thought she was gonna get got at some point early on. You know, but yeah. uh, or later on. I, Honestly, to put it out there, I thought she was going to die in this movie. I thought somebody was going to die in this so, movie. So let's let, let's get into our problems with it, right? So yes. you know, while while we are defending this you know, from all the complaints and stuff, there are some actual complaints that we do have to make, and that's one of them. Yeah. See, you before going in, you and I both said that Kang needs a death. Like we, I thought Scott Lang was going to be that one too. Yeah, or if not, at least like Hank Pym. Or or Janet yeah. or the Wasp who I forget or Hope there we go I Hope, forgot yeah. her name because so in this movie Hope literally disappears because you know she's just like hanging around everybody else doing their thing you know she's got no story you could have killed her off would have been just fine you know <laughs> seriously <yeah. laughs> but but you get a lot of good stuff from Hank and Janet so my complaint is that. Neither of them die yeah okay but also we don't get like a full team suit up. You know what I mean? Yeah, we don't get that full team suit up, man. That yeah. was a really big, a, a big, big, big missed opportunity because it's like, hey, they're all on the same shot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and there's ants behind them. Let's, uh, why not suit them up, you know? Or even have, uh, you know, um, um, Hank with his helmet or something on, you know? Yes. Something. Yeah, because ex- that's exactly it. Because, like, you know, because uh, towards the end of the movie, they're saved by the ants who also, who had their technology, which is so funny. We see them going to the quantum realm with the rest of them, touching their own little yeah. shrinking things. And, like, you know, they advanced thousands of years within the quantum realm, but they didn't have a suit for, for Hank. That was, that's my, that was my issue. I'm like, oh, you yeah, couldn't have, like, Hank a... Sh- should have been, like, their god, right? <laughs> yeah, like, they didn't have a suit for you to wear. Yeah, yeah. that's a missed opportunity. I also kind of wish, um, aside from thoughts of, like, you know, Scott just dying, but, like, it, it would have been cool if at the end they did get stuck in the quantum realm. Like, yeah. They couldn't fix that contraption. Like, you know, it, it would have been cool if um, it took time for Cassie to fix that. But again, it could have been that case, right? Because in the quantum realm, you don't know how much time passed. Right. Um, so Cassie could have fixed it. If that was the case, I wish they would have kind of said that. Because I've been like, okay, we're cool on that. But I wish something of those of that kind of you know aspect would have happened to one of the main characters that they stayed behind and, and they stayed in the quantum realm it, it would have been perfect for their story because you can keep them off screen for a long time then all of a sudden when you need the quantum realm again they pop back up with the fantastic four right yeah. and, and, and and then boom you know so i so think that's a big missed opportunity that's that's going to be the interesting thing too so right because we do get we do get one big death in this movie and that's kang himself and that's Yes. Yeah. So, which was a surprise, you know, which was like, cause, so as, as Kang, as Kang introduces himself, he reveals that he's like the exiled version of a Kang, you know, who, who's out to like, and Janet figures out that his plan is to take out a bunch of other universes and timelines in order to keep them in check. It's, it's the same thing that he who remains said. Right. Yes. Where it's like, cause he who remains was like, yo, my Kangs, like all my Kangs go out there and start wars and cause this whole secret wars thing. And now, now that this exiled Kang is dead, 
mm-hmm. we get we get a big tease, uh, you know, big real comic booky ass like post credit scene. I could have done without it, honestly. That post credit, like, yeah, it's cool, but like. It doesn't. It didn't do much for me. Like I understand it in the aspect of like you know Kang and his future, but like breaking down the we we had two post credit scenes, folks. Breaking right. down both of them, they kind of accomplish the same thing. You know yeah. that Kang is still out there. You know the first one shows like all like like all the versions of Kang that were kind of called upon into this so realm. You know, it's that's. So that's a hilarious called shot from Marvel, right? This is this is the kind of scene, you know, because you know we have a Kang who's like an Egyptian look, and then like an android Kang, and like a yeah. weird old a Silverhawk Kang, I like to call him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dig it. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. So what's funny about that is that. If, you know, if phase five doesn't work out, right, for whatever reason, that is going to be the funniest post credit scene to look back on and be like, yeah, this is Jonathan Majors playing three versions of like a wild ass character that didn't work out. It's like, oh, that's when comic books went too far. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's funny because it's not just three versions. I mean, you remember the stadium. You saw oh, yeah. The, it's like all the crazy kings, dude. And so that's what's exciting about that is that. If this Kang was as strong as he was already, yeah, he gets beaten by Ant-Man, but technically he gets beaten by all the ants and all that stuff. Yeah. Also, but- yeah, I I dug that a lot, honestly. I thought that was a great ending to the whole movie and the whole Ant-Man aspect of everything. Anyways, continue. I'm sorry. No, no. I was going to say, I completely agree because it, it, it gave me ghost vibes. Remember when the, the, the evil ghost guy gets pulled by the, by the good yes, reapers? Yes, taken away by the, you know, the, the, the spirits. Yeah, it, it gave Dude, me that kind of vibe of like, oh. It was yeah. really cool, but the, it was also really cool to see that, yo, this guy's so badass, he he's alive. He legit went through the entire pretty much half army of ants that was taking him down which is i thought added to that like oh my god this guy's gonna you know do something and then to your point the fact that he dies you're like holy shit what's next for kang yeah right so that's the thing that was just one of him right so it's like if if we have a whole like army of kangs ready to fight and they're all that same strength and like intelligence and stuff like that right like then it's a wrap and so one of the things that uh, oh and then it's much better at least in the post credit scene for the second one where it's just like a tease for loki season two which i'm like oh this this is whack yeah yeah i i I didn't need that what a what a deflating kind of moment right i was like oh like (laughs) the critics were bashing the movie but then people were saying oh my god there are two post credit scenes that are just gonna change your life or some bullshit like that they were right they were they were getting hyped up like salivating over the post credits and i'm like and i was thinking oh are we getting like fantastic four or something you know and oh so appropriately so right and uh one thing i do want to mention as like a nerd thing um so someone pointed out that the the devices that the kangs are coming through in the post credit scene the square things it was the same thing that Reed came through. Reed Richards came through in, in Doctor Strange. It's that same square that Mr. Fantastic came through in the Illuminati scene. So, mm. and in, in comics, there is a version of Kang that is, uh, I forget his name, but he, who is also a Richards. So like, what, like, and that's the thing. So. We're getting Fantastic wow. Four. What if Kang is a, is the villain effect? What if there's a Kang who's like Doctor Doom? Right? Like, because, okay, so. Oh, my God, Tex. And then, so, 
so tying uh so tying all this in tying all this bag to like wrap up the conversation marvel did say that they're slowing down production on these movies they're slowing or the tv shows too they're slowing mm-hmm. down releases right this is why the marvels got delayed to like november and some of the shows slated for this year are getting pushed to next year. But one of the things people were saying was like, oh, you know, for Secret Wars, we're going to need to know Dr. Doom so we can care about him. Two birds, one stone, right? What if Jonathan Majors was just a Kang who is Dr. Doom? So oh. two birds, it one would, stone. Like, it would explain <laughs> the power. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it, would, it would explain like how dominant he can be in, in, in that universe. Oh, my God, Tex. Again, folks, this is the beginning of Phase 5. <laughs> and see, stuff happened, know? right? Like, like laying it out, stuff ha- happened. We just broke it down for you, folks. <laughs> stuff happened. Stuff is happening. Stuff will happen. You know, there's a lot of things going on now, um, especially the, that the Kangs have been introduced. I'm pretty sure we're going to get um, – is Loki season still, uh, uh, still um, slated for this year or is that uh, pushed I, out to next year? It better be this year if we're getting a freaking credit, like a tease <laughs> yeah, for I'm it, Yeah, I'm thinking right? that comes out in the spring, right, or probably yeah. early summertime. Yeah. Um. So um, I'm very excited. What's the next movie we get from Marvel and theaters? I – Oh, the Guardians. Marvels, right? No, no, it's Guardians. See, and so oh, that, that's that, right because Marvels. You just said Marvels got pushed back to November, yeah. right? And so that puts a oh, final, man. final cap on all my reactions to this. It's like, how dare you say Quantumania is so zany and wacky and different when you have Guardians of the Galaxy? When you have Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> when Guardians of the Galaxy is some of your favorite movies ever, you know, it's like, and you and you look at this one and say, this is the weird one. Come on. Yeah, just cause, yeah, just because you have an, a goo alien talking about holes. Come on, like oh, get, so good. get over yourself. That like, was so good. <laughs> it's not have holes, and then he became this giant monster and started sucking. I was, I was like, yeah, yeah, that was that was good. Just a, my kids, well, well, my kids see that. Forget about it. I'm, I'm going to hear about holes all day, bro. <laughs> it's, a, it's just a, a weird little quantum realm, man. You know? So it's like... I love it. I love it. That, and you know what, yes. too? Like, Get over it, like, some yeah. of the, We should have had some of those deaths, too. You know? Like that that uh, the Amazon lady who was leading the, you know, the all those quantum people. I thought she was going to die. The goo guy. I thought he was going to die. Oh, that guy with the cannon died, though. Yeah, yeah. We His get one death. Yeah. Was good. Oh, and then one of the one. buildings dies. You remember? Oh, like yeah. One of the buildings two, is holding the other building. Two, you know, measly deaths that really don't amount to anything. So that's that's my big gripe with it. That um, there weren't. There should big, have been a body. Yeah. Yeah. There weren't immediate consequences to fighting Kang. Yeah. Right. Um, obviously. There will be down the line, right? But there weren't any like, oh, let me mourn over the loss of this person here because Kang just didn't give a shit about him, which I think would have helped Kang. He was already badass. It, it would have brought him to a different level, I think, um, especially the Kangs being that um, he says he's like one of the – since he was you know banished by the other Kangs. You want to know what the hell he specifically did, you know, to be banished by these yeah. other evil guys. So Yeah, because the other ones look just as evil and look just as like they want to take over the universe or multiverse Dude, or whatever. Dude, Fu Manchu Kang looks wicked. <laughs> Dude, right? Like, it looks yo, like the, yo, the, the bad guy from A Big Trouble in Little China, right? He's total Fu Manchu and like... Uh, and, and Majors is doing all these accents and like, you know, I, I hope he has, he's having fun with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, word. Cause, cause if not, you know, and, and that's the thing we're, we're about to see a, like, if, 
if Marvel was smart, there'd be a Kang in pretty much every one of these productions, right? Like, but like, but uh, dude, why not? They just showed a whole Coliseum stadium, yeah, full of all these different Kangs. Whether they're insignificant or something, it'd be dope to just drop them, you know. And dude, things are happening. Yeah, all right, things, folks. Yeah, don't, how, do not like. So, as a thing, if you're at home, you're you're watching us, you're listening to our our conversation about this. Please do not say nothing happened to that movie. We straight Go up told it, you, yeah. and then get back to us. Like <laughs> things are definitely happening. Yes. Um, just because we get no deaths doesn't mean things aren't happening. It's because Iron Man's on it. It doesn't mean we, we're, you know things aren't happening. You know, and it's um, an Ant Man movie. And that's yes. the other thing too. It's it's an Ant Man movie. I don't I don't it's, know what people were. Legit, the best use of Ant Man that Marvel has ever had, like in terms of showing the skills and the power right. of Ant Man, and showing like what Scott Lang as a person can do. Speak to those people who says there's no character development, which is just you know poppycock. That's completely that's yeah, BS. That's there's plenty of character BS. development in there, and things are happening. And what's cool is that th- this movie, like we said, it's not great, um, but it's not terrible. It's a solid movie that you can bring your kids to. Um, it's something that you can even watch in 30 days on Disney Plus on a Sunday afternoon and mm-hmm. enjoy with the kids and, and go on about your day, you know? Yeah. And, you'll, and you'll be like, you know what? That was a pretty good movie. Those guys in the morgue know what they're talking about, <laughs> you know? And that being said, folks, thank you so much for listening. This has been episode 141 of the Morgan Official Course Feed Podcast. I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. And guys, let's give a big shout out to Del Virus for the beautiful artwork and a big shout out to you guys for listening. We have 140 of these things for you guys in the archives. Go check that out. You can check that out at coursefeed.com. You can go listen on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Twitch, Twitter, everywhere on all social feeds. We are there. We also are there on YouTube Live at 420 every Thursday. You can catch us and this show. And if you are miss anything, go back to the archives. All the, all the videos are on YouTube. You can go back to SoundCloud everywhere, folks. Everywhere. We are there for you guys. And once again, a big thank you to you guys for listening. I know you guys love all the old school like more episodes we, we see you guys listening out there we really appreciate we really appreciate you guys and and folks remember it's a scary world out there but we're here to walk you through it